With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome into a Saturday Checkdown episode of Purple Daily here. Daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And uh, every Saturday we hit you with just a little, you know, this is a 365-day-a-year show all throughout the offseason. And uh, we figure let's just hit you with a little quick 15-minute check-down episode here. A short pass on a Saturday covering a topic that we find interesting. And in this case, a topic that you guys find interesting, too, based on the number of emails and questions about it. So we'll get to uh, we'll get to that here shortly. But the show is presented by our friends at TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed. An AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. Ultra-realistic, true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. All right, gentlemen. Um, I don't know if you guys saw. We, we had at least a handful of notes about this through the Score North app. So this is kind of a spillover feedback Friday. Um, I'm going to take this one from Rick Leonard. Keep hearing more about the Patriots maybe wanting to trade Mac Jones. What do you guys think about that? And there's about five or ten other messages wondering: Should the Vikings be interested in in Mac Jones? So what? Let's just so, start there. Mac Jones might be yeah. available. What do you think? I like Mac Jones, but here's my feeling about this one: I don't know that he necessarily fits the type of quarterback that the Vikings want. I think they want somebody who is uh, probably can move around a bit more. Um, I think the Hendon Hooker steam, while I don't think he's coming to the Vikings, speaks to a little bit more of what the Vikings might want. Uh, it's why Trey Lance is intriguing. Now, he did get hurt in week two, which is a bad thing because he, he got, got hurt playing the style of football that he needs to play to be successful. Yeah. But Mac Jones intrigues me, but I can't help but feel like you could find a Mac Jones in the draft yourself if yeah. you were so in, inclined. So like as far as like, if I was to rank, if I was to do a ranking on who intrigues me the most, not just from a name perspective, but just from like talents of like, what am I, what do I think the Vikings want? I don't know. Mac Jones is super high. I mean, he wouldn't be bad, but it almost feels like sort of a safe choice. And I think the Vikings have probably other ideas about this position. And real quick, just to, because I think there's, this kind of comes out of left field, right? Like Mac Jones, what, just to put some more background on this. There's a bunch of reports even going back to the middle of last season that Mac Jones is not fond of what's happening in New England. 
I mean, for God's sakes, they basically didn't have offensive coaches. They had Matt Patricia kind of running the offense. It's just a weird scenario. They did bring in Bill O'Brien, who has some credibility as an offensive-minded guy, but uh, there's just, and there's some rumors now that Bill Belichick is out on Mac Jones, and so they might be looking to to move on. He's got three years left of team control. Um, if if they if a team, the Patriots or otherwise, pick up the fifth year option, so he's out there. And a lot of our conversations are sort of in reaction to the Vikings have to this point made it clear 2023 is the last year of Kirk Cousins' contract. They're in the market. They're sniffing around Hendon Hooker and Will Levis. Uh, they've had conversations with San Francisco. So this is all in the spirit of Kirk Cousins' successor, whether it's in 2023 or 2024. And if you think about Mac Jones for a moment, he does sort of fit the profile of a stock that Quasi has already bought low on multiple times, right? Like Jalen Rager, second-round pick, stock falls, trade for him. TJ Hawkinson, top 10 pick, not quite living up to it, trade a second-round pick. Bring him in. 25 years old. Mac Jones, former first-round guy, rumored to maybe even be a top-five pick at one point, but kind of fell to the to the teens, right? Stock has fallen a little bit. Last year was a weird year in New England. The offensive infrastructure is a disaster, at least up until now, with Matt Patricia and Mac Jones not seeing eye-to-eye. In his rookie season, he did throw for 4,000 yards and ranked just behind Kirk Cousins in QBR despite all these weird circumstances. So could I see the Vikings looking at Mac Jones and saying, huh, boy, if we pulled him out of that weird sort of uncomfortable offensive mess that is New England and put him into this thing with Jefferson and offensive tackles and TJ Hawkinson and Kevin O'Connell and just a more positive, empowering head coach, what could he do? I could see them looking at him in that way, but you know, What's the value? You're already going to be paying Kirk $28 million to the cap. So you don't really get like the rookie scale contract value in the third year. There's like one year to capitalize on it, the fourth year. And then the fifth year of team control is kind of an expensive year. So I would be and What's more, the price? Tr- yeah, that too. Like you have to trade a like first round the, pick, a sec. A, yeah. I don't I'm know. I'm not doing that. I'd rather have Trey Lance than Mac Jones because I think he has a higher ceiling. And just sort of gamble on the last three years of him versus Mac. Mac Jones feels safe to me. Like, yeah, it's safe. But I don't know that O'Connell and Quazy are into necessarily being safe here. Yeah, could, like to your point, couldn't Hendon Hooker be Mac Jones? You know, couldn't, couldn't you draft someone? Wouldn't you rather just draft someone, have them for five years, and have them well be Mac Jones? Will Levis? I would, I would rather get, if I'm going to... To go back to our Trey Lance point, if I'm going to get a rookie contract in progress, I prefer Lance because I feel like there there would be an opportunity to take a look there, and I and there is no question about it, unknown there, right? Mac Jones, I feel like would be fine probably, but if I'm going to take Mac, if I'm going to take Mac Jones's contract in progress, I would prefer to try to draft a quarterback then and get the whole five years. Yeah, I agree. So. I agree with that. I think, yeah, there's something to be said for you're going to get, he's kind of Kirk light, right? He's just, he's, well, that's, yeah, that's what I was he's not that mobile. He's got some accuracy. Um, I'd rather have five years of that than trade assets for three years of it. If there's a ceiling on it, Declan, are we, are we wrong here? Does Mac Jones do anything for you? No. Um, okay. I think, I think he's mostly a tricked up pony. I mean, he, 
every every quarterback thrives in Alabama's system. Like name name the last quarterback that Alabama had that wasn't good at Alabama. Like it, it they've just always had a great system guy there forever. And NFL players everywhere. Like you're you're literally playing with six NFL receivers sure. and running backs and offensive linemen. Like you can't crash that car if you're a competent quarterback. So I can see why Kyle Shanahan of all people would love him because he can plug in that type of guy into his offense pay him his rookie scale contract and, and you know be that prototype that he likes but from the Vikings side of things as like the next franchise guy or maybe just taking a flyer I guess if that's kind of the more spirit of this question I'm out like it doesn't do anything for me he, he's he's not mobile he doesn't really flash anywhere he might have a nice little career you know moving around places and being a nice backup but I, I he does nothing for me Okay. So we all kind of agree. I wish there was, I don't know. I can't, I can't stick my flag in the ground and like adamantly say, yes, the Vikings should, they should trade assets for Mac Jones. And Uh, yeah, you're right. So, and if you did that, by the way, he would, you'd have to then trade Kirk cousins too. So I don't know. Yeah. It's sort of just a meh, Meh. right? It's like, it's like a meh. It's kind of like Mac Jones. He's just kind of a meh, meh, meh. Meh. Okay. I mock, All right. Mock. I'm going to pop this up on the YouTube screen for you guys. The Ringer All right. has an updated mock draft from a few days ago. And uh, you can see it on the Purple Daily YouTube channel here. The Ringer has a whole draft guide. Look at this thing. We've got scouting reports. We have an updated mock draft from Danny Kelly. Danny Kelly. Danny. It's a great DK. Irish name. DK, as I call him. Isn't there still a bar called Dan Kelly's downtown Minneapolis or did that close? No, I think it's still there. Okay. I think it is still there. Good spot. All right, so uh, we've done 46 mock draft roundups. Lately, it's been all quarterbacks and receivers with like one linebacker sprinkled in for the Vikings. So just offense has been the trend lately here. Let's see what Danny Kelly from the ringer says. He's got CJ Stroud going number one. Bryce Young going number two to the Texans, and then Anthony Richardson going to the Colts via trade here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson. We're going to scroll down here. Jalen Carter, a little run on defensive players. First cornerback off the board is Christian Gonzalez to the Raiders at seven. We've got uh, the Bears taking the Northwestern offensive tackle at nine. Will Levis going 11 to the Tennessee Titans. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Okay. First receiver is Jackson Smith and Jigba at 12 to the Texans. And uh, there's Joy Porter Jr. going. Yeah. There's a nice run on cornerbacks right there that you just went past. Yeah. Bijan Robinson to the Seahawks at 20. They love running backs in Seattle. Zay Flowers, the second receiver off the board, 21st to the Chargers. The Chargers. And that brings us to. The 23rd overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. According to the ringer, the Minnesota Vikings select USC wide receiver Jordan Addison. I want a mock. Interesting. Let's see what this says here. Look at this. This is very in-depth here. Uh, Adam Thielen's departure leaves the Vikings number two receiver spot up for grabs. Addison is an excellent compliment to Jefferson, bringing high-end route-running chops, good ball skills, and some after-the-catch ability. Along with Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson, the Trojan would give Minnesota a dangerous pass-catching trio. It says he's got shades of Chicago's Darnell Mooney, 
a wiry playmaker with the quickness and route running skills to make plays at all three levels with instinctual playmaking, short area quickness, and smooth footwork. Football. God, this is this page is too much. Dude, look at all this. I'm just engrossed in it right now. Mm. I'm I'm lost in this verbiage. Yeah, there's a lot of football in here, but a lot of sauce. there is. Jordan Addison to the Minnesota Vikings. So there you go. Another Another receiver. Another receiver. That is now we've seen uh five different mockers send Jordan Addison to the Minnesota Vikings over the past couple months. McShay had it until he'd moved off it for Hendon Hooker. Jordan Reed from ESPN.com has Jordan Addison. And then CBS Sports and Walter Football also have oh, God. Jordan Addison. Well, if or was it Randy and Cottage Grove? Randy, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not totally Our sure. draft expert deciding <laughs> to plagiarize Wally Football. Excuse me? I don't know. The receiver thing, it just kind of feels like, and I, and I trust Thor's eye with this, but it's not a great receiving class if you're looking for a number one receiver. Do you think it's too much of a stretch to be drafting someone whose ceiling is number two wide receiver in the first round? Yeah. It, like, it just feels like kind of yeah, a... That does feel like a stretch, but I mean, they need they they need one so badly. That's part of the problem. Like, they don't have, I don't think, unless there's something currently on the roster that we don't see coming... They need one to to the point of to complement Jefferson. Like that's the thing is Justin Jefferson needs it. So it, it, it's it's more of that's going to create opportunities for him if you've got somebody who can potentially take the top off a of defense. Yeah. So I still the more I think about this, I think they trade back. They have five draft picks. Agreed. They need more. Yeah. If, especially if they can't back. get something for for like Dalvin and Zadarius before the draft. If you go into the draft with five picks. They're trading back, almost certainly, yeah. right? And if they trade back, I think they trade. I think he does the same thing that he did to a certain point last year, which I I think he trades back, but I don't think he trades out of the first round because you do want that potential fifth year option that you only get with first round picks. Uh, but if you could get, you know, if you trade back and could get a second or or another third, oh. I think that's the route. I think that's got to. Don't be the make route. me pull open the draft value chart to see what you could get. <laughs> don't make me. I just don't know if oh, is a I just second did. possible. Oh god! So, so is a second possible if you go back from like twenty three to all right uh, thirty thirty one? If or you go twenty three back to thirty one, you'd be giving up a hundred sixty points on the draft value chart. The one hundred sixty, the pick that's worth one hundred sixty, is funny. It's actually the the pick right ahead of the Vikings in the third round. It's the it's the okay. Ravens pick at eighty six. So it's not so, you couldn't get a second round pick. Well. But you could, you know, you could finagle it. So, so the, oh. the all right, so let's do this real quick. So, the Chiefs, <laughs> let's do this. Okay, so the Vikings would so pick twenty three. Should I pop this up too so people can see the draft value yeah, chart? Put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we're such nerds. Give the people what they want. Okay, I'm getting this. By the way, I think this is this the Jimmy Johnson one or is this the? I don't know. It's from it, DraftTech.com. That yeah, that because that's an old one now. I don't think teams use that that one as much now, right? The Cowboys probably still do, out of respect to uh, oh yeah, Jerry Jones, to Jimmy Johnson. So okay, I'm going to share this with you guys on the YouTube screen. Let's figure out a trade here that appeases Judd. You ready? Oh, all right. Can I zoom in on this a little bit? Yeah, yeah get that big, get that bigger. There you go. There you go. All right, much better. So you see here, the Vikings pick in the first round is worth seven sixty. They'd be moving back with Kansas City. Let's just say. 
So they'd be giving up 160 points in value, okay? Now, Kansas City has a second-round pick here at the end, which is worth 276. So we would have to kick back the difference between 276 and 160. Do we have 116 we can give back to them? I don't know, man. You'd almost have to, like, swap the second and the third. So you'd give them, here's what it would be. You move back to 31, you swap your second and third, and then Kansas City kicks in like a sixth. That's pretty much what the trade would be. So you'd be moving up like 25, 26 spots from 87 to 63, and then they would kick in like a six-round pick or something. Would you do it? Okay. I think they would, don't you? But you wouldn't be getting like an extra, or you could just take the extra third. You could just take Kansas City's, uh, and maybe they don't have one, but you could figure this out through. No, they do. You You could take Kansas City's 95th. So yep. you would move back to 31, you get the 95 and the uh, 87. I prefer personally to see them make their pick for your selfish purposes because it's more fun, but <laughs> I could easily see Quasi doing exactly that. Yep. Okay. I want a So, And no matter what happens in the first round, we're going to be there at Park Tavern in oh, St. Yeah. Louis Park, the Surly Park Tavern Draft Party, the second annual. We're super pumped for this. April 27th, it's the first night, the first round of the draft. 6 o'clock, the gathering starts. 7 o'clock, the live stream. Around 7. We may start early, but around 7, the live stream on the Purple Daily YouTube channel begins. And we'd love to meet as many of you as possible. So if you're going to be there, we're going to be there as well. And uh, we'd love to cheers one with you. Or two, perhaps, Phil. Maybe or three. Vikings Responsibly. Back. It's, go- it's going to be three because we can cheers before I die, which will, for one night only in the month of April, be available at the draft party. The re-debut, is, is that a correct word? Is that a correct usage? A, the re-debut of Before I Die? I don't know if that's an actual word. I don't think that's a word. I'm not sure. Might have to come up with a new word there. The return? Re-launch, the re- well, relaunch. The return the, or the relaunch would be. Yeah, yeah. Relaunch is sort of cliched. I was trying to come up with something more exciting. It's, it's debuting again because it's going to be new. And improved. And the cans as well. You're going to get the new cans. Show us your cans. We new cans. Yes. Looking forward to it. Uh, that's your Saturday checkdown episode here of Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We'll see you tomorrow.